Welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast. Um, this is going to be a short podcast because it tackles a common problem in cases, but I'm going to present an innovative suggestion to help you if you do get stuck in cases. Now, in previous podcasts, we've explained to you a very clever technique we used to build hypotheses using decision trees. I'm not going to cover that here. I would assume that you know how to do that when you listen to this podcast, right? I'm going to assume that you know how to build hypotheses and you're not just throwing out these ideas you know, by stumbling upon them. There is a, a method to build hypotheses that are structured, uh, disciplined, have MISI built into them and so on. I'm assuming you know how to do that already. Now, if assuming that you, know, you are a bit weak on that area, I'm going to talk through the context of this um, case I'm going to present and show you how to build an hypothesis, right? Or a set of hypotheses that could make sense to you. So, Let's assume, um, you know, a famous case I've used to describe many different concepts is a restaurant case which is based on a true story. It's based on my favorite French restaurant in downtown Toronto, which has gone through some pretty bad times in recent years through to a change in management and the way they've mismanaged the business in terms of generating greater sales, right? Um, for those of you who know which restaurant I'm talking about, you would know it's operate the TIFF. Toronto International Film Festival Center, the Bell Lighthouse in, in, in the downtown Toronto area. So basically, assume the case is one such that um, the French restaurant is, has seen a steep drop in profits and they need help increasing their profitability, right? So the vast majority of candidates would say, well, you know, let's break the drivers down for this case. Um, you know, it's a profit and loss. Since the profit and loss case, the drivers of profitability is revenue minus costs. Let's break down revenue and let's come up with some hypotheses for revenue and let's break down costs and let's come up with some hypotheses for costs, which is perfectly plausible. And I think that's the way 99% of the world does it. And you'll probably pass the case if you did that as well. But what you've got to understand is that the way you break down this case has a big role to play in the hypotheses you develop. What do I mean by that? Let's take a classic example. Let's assume you choose to break down revenue by by the type of lunch item, but the type of revenue stream. So you break down food, you break down revenue into food revenue, into non-alcoholic drinks revenue, and into the alcoholic drinks revenue. And you ask a few questions around each of these buckets, and you develop an hypothesis around food, and alcoholic beverages, you decide non-alcoholic beverages is insignificant. Perfectly plausible, it makes a lot of sense to you. Now, what you need to understand here is this. Let's just step back a second. You chose to break down revenue into food, alcoholic, and non-alcoholic, but there's other ways to break down revenue as well. You could have broken down revenue into time of day, revenue generated at lunch, between lunch and dinner, and during dinner. You could have broke, chosen to have broken down uh, revenue by the average number of meals served and by the average price or cost to consumers per meal. Now, I've given you three separate ways to break down revenue. One is by revenue streams, the other one by time, and the other one by number of meal tickets generated. Now, look at this even further. Each of the different ways you've broken down revenue creates an alternative set of hypotheses. For example, if we broke it down by time, we could have come up with an hypothesis which basically tells us that the six hours we're open during lunch and dinner generates 80% of our revenue, but we're carrying 50% of our costs during the non-peak times when we open another six hours. So we, we're sinking our costs and eating up our profitability at times when we shouldn't be open. If we had 
if we had generated the if we had broken down the revenue by meal alcoholic non-alcoholic we could have probably come out of the hypothesis saying that you know what uh, alcoholic beverages sales have dropped due to the fact we're probably holding too little inventory people don't like our selection of alcohol and therefore they're not pairing their drinks effectively with their meals if we had broken it down by the average meal ticket size and number of meals we could have hypothesized that you know what over time we're catering to budget consumers budget conscious consumers which who are ordering more so the number of tickets are going up but the average price per ticket is going down obviously the margins are dropping as well the point I'm trying to make here, it's a very simple technique. When you get stuck for hypotheses, always go back to the way you broke out the drivers for an issue and ask yourself, is this the only way to break down the drivers? I teach our candidates you know, multiple ways to break out drivers so that when you do get stuck or you do want to be creative around hypotheses, always ask yourself this. I broke it down this way. What if I could break it down another way? And will that other way generate different insights which could gener generate a different set of hypotheses for me? And the odds are it will generate a different set of hypotheses for you. So when you are breaking down the drivers for an issue, always understand that the type of drivers you choose are very important. There's more than one way to break down a problem. As I've shown you for revenue in this restaurant case, I've given you three. I can give you six different ways to break down revenue here. I can do it by age group. I can do it by season. There's basically season being summer, winter, and so on. The bottom line is that there's many different ways to tackle this. And the set of drivers you choose will determine the hypotheses you develop. So if you pick multiple drivers, you can come up with multiple hypotheses. So when you're breaking down drivers, don't just stick with the drivers you think of first. Always ask yourself, is there a different way to do this? And will this generate a different set of hypotheses? And if you come up with a different hypothesis, that's fine. You can throw it in there as well. You don't necessarily need to show the set of drivers that generated those hypotheses, as long as you are being creative and thinking about them. It's a very clever technique. I use this technique all the time. At the moment, I'm, I mean, as many of you people know, I'm in Southeast Asia dealing with our corporate clients, and you know, we're dealing with issues where we don't really have any background knowledge, such as fashion, uh, semiconductors, electronics, and so on. And our job will be to identify issues to their problems, and the hypotheses we develop is totally dependent upon the issues we develop which again are not as fixed as many people make it out to be. So when you look at all these books like Case in Point and so on, which give you the set of drivers, remember, those set of drivers are just one way to look at a problem. You, I could come up with a perfectly logical set of drivers which bear no resemblance to, what in, to what's in those books, but they would answer the question just as well. So don't be wedded down to thinking that there's only one set of drivers for every issue. If there's one thing you should take away from this podcast, understand that. There's more than one set of drivers to every issue, but... The second most important takeaway is that if there's more than one set of, set of drivers to an issue, the set of drivers will determine the hypotheses you develop. And obviously, the more drivers you can think of, the more creative you will be in your hypotheses. As always, I'll be happy to post any comments or to respond to any questions. Thank you.